Gen Divide is the best podcast on the planet. Just sit back and relax. Enjoy it, dang it. Gen Divide, such a cool idea um, to have grandfather and granddaughter doing a podcast. I'll have to check it out. Welcome to episode three of season two of the Gen Divide podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott. I'm your other host, Grace. And we have got just a hodgepodge episode, a whatnot episode, a Mm -hmm. kind of aimless in direction episode for everybody today, Grace. Right. Just some fun things we thought um, we would kind of get out of the way, tell you guys. And then some other things that have just like come up recently. Yeah. We thought hot news to talk about. So Definitely. Hot news. Hot news. So first topic, um, we got back into Gen Divide, uh, yes. beginning of January, basically. Basically, right. yeah. And so that brings on the topic, we missed our best and worst of 2022. But uh, we still talk about New Year's resolutions Oh, man, a I didn't bit. even think about that. Do we need to circle back and bring Kaylee back on for yes, we should. best and worst of 2022? That's probably what we should have done today. Maybe, but it was such Hindsight. late notice on Hindsight. to get Kaylee when we started yeah. thinking about this. Nah, she's she's free anytime. Always free. Yeah. She's just not doing anything. Nah, come on. <laughs> so, did you make any resolutions for this Oh, year? you're going to put it on me? I thought we just well, decided it was mostly going to be Grace Resolution <laughs> talk. We did decide that, but I just wanted to know if you if that's just because you, know, you didn't do any. I, well, I'll say this, and I always have this, this thought, and I even... Uh, I did go through the process, I would say, of mm-hmm. trying to think that day and the days leading up to New Year's, kind of like, okay, I, I don't like New Year's resolutions. Okay. I like resolutions at any time, goals at any time, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I just feel like New Year's resolutions are so cliche. I'm, <laughs> just gonna I'm, stay too, away. I'm too uh, you know, cool for a cliche New Year's resolution, which that's BS too, so... Uh, I did set some. I mean, uh, I feel like they're all super typical. You know what I mean, though? That's what I was right. thinking about heading into this. You do the same One, thing every year. One, read. I want to read more. <laughs> Which, how that went for you? Was it last year or the year before yes. something? That La- was pretty No, it great. was last year, and that was the goal then. Grace had kind of talked to me into just do a book a month. Set that the, as the goal, right. you know, easy to track progress and so on. You know, great. So I started off with this Travels with George book. I can't remember the name of the author. It's an outstanding book. About George Washington, About right? George Washington. I had heard the author on the Ryan Rossillo podcast, and mm-hmm. I thought, man, that sounds outstanding. Sounds I want that. Boring. That's book one. I think I got it for Christmas. I asked for it for Christmas, and I got it. Perfect. And uh, jump into it. Maybe got... All right, so in my mind, (laughs) I'm going to tell you what happened, and then we're going to say what really happened, and this was kind of funny. But in (laughs) my mind, you know, that first few days, I probably Mm -hmm. put a dent in it, maybe chapter and a half. I'm not a fast reader by any means. And then uh, mom and I got COVID, remember? Mm -hmm. And um, Or we got whatever, we tested positive. I I felt fine, but obviously didn't want to expose anyone at work. Uh, So we were home that entire week. Um, and in my mind, I put a big dent in it that week, you know, like, (laughs) and then it really trailed off. And I don't know, it was like coming back after that week, it was kind of like, you know, the book fell off, probably having to catch up on a lot of things at work. And then it was Mm -hmm. 
whatever. I don't know. Life took over. Next thing I know, I looked up and it was April and I still had never <laughs> picked the book back up again. But I was like, hey, I made it halfway. You know, yeah, I can get sure. jump into that any point. Next thing you know, you look up and it's November. Grace, oh, no. and now it's like, well, screw it now. We're too close to the end. <laughs> I'll just, you know, make this my next year mm-hmm. thing. So in my mind, that's what happened. So the other night, we're laying, I, I'm in there laying down, and Grace comes in, and we're talking about my book. And I find that book, because it's still sitting there next <laughs> to my bed. And lo and behold, I didn't make it halfway, Grace. No, not close. May have not even made 10%. <laughs> it was probably around 10% yeah, or yeah. so. But. 10%. Uh, so my memory fooled me on that, and I didn't mm-hmm. make near the progress I thought. Right. But great book. So anyway, set that as kind of a another resolution. Probably made a mistake right off the bat, too, in that the book that I've jumped into is really heavy and deep, Gosh. like a textbook. And a it's kind of like a... Um, what you know, like what do you call that? Like self improvement type of book, right? But it's one that requires a ton mm. of reflection. So it's like, hey, <laughs> after these two pages, you need to meditate for two hours and then think about you know whatever, right? And uh, nonetheless, that's been a slow go. I have put a much bigger dent in it, and will continue to. But oh, that's great. So reading is one again. I've already identified some books I want to jump into. Brings up a good question, though, before I jump to any of these others. And I know we got to get to your resolutions, too. But do you think listening to books is just as good as reading books? Like, do you view it truly as like the entertainment Mm -hmm. you get out of it? That's what it is. Or do you view it as reading is more stimulate your brain more and and uh, may make you a smarter individual overall rather than just listening to books? I don't know. I will have, I will say that I've tried to listen to an audiobook before. Yeah. When I think like there's a time when Spotify was just putting them out and like really uh kind of promoting those yeah, yeah. whatever. Trying to push that and so I tried to listen to one and I was like, Yeah, this just sucks. This isn't working for me. Really? Yeah. It is tough. I find that I drift on it, but I also drift reading books. Mm-hmm. I can look up and be like, I'm three. I, I don't know what I've read for three pages. <laughs> I've been thinking about something else the entire time. Yeah, you know, that, that for three too. pages now, I've just been thinking about Luka Doncic while trying <laughs> to read about George Washington's teeth or something like that. And it's like, ah. So then it's I terrible. end up going back, starting over or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I have bought some audio books uh, and I've had, I have a ton as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some I've listened Listen to some I continue to, you know, right. and some new ones that I want to. But the other night, you were with me when we bought a couple. So I had this membership with Audible, who is not a paid sponsor. You shouldn't have given as, the name. As is no one. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in the same bucket as the rest of the world. Right. Uh, but nonetheless, the um, and so I went on, and the first one I got was David Goggins' new book, Never Finished. And I loved his first book, and that's the book I've listened to the most. Never read it, but I listened to it on Audible. I think I'm in the middle of my fifth time through it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main reason being because I feel like, okay, I think I tuned out for some of that, you know? So now I feel like I've probably caught it all. <laughs> and then the other one I was looking through, and I was like, I just want to use both these credits, cancel the account, and move on. So I don't have to worry about recurring, getting billed, and all that stuff, right? right? So... Uh, we're playing samples and I love Matthew McConaughey. I don't oh, want I don't know does. if I wanted to like read the book, but then we hit play a sample cause he narrates Greenlight, mm-hmm. And I was just like, 
oh my gosh, this is seven hours of Matthew McConaughey <laughs> reading to me. Did you not already listen to that one though? I have not. No, I, feel like I, I have may have listened sort of to the sample at some point. Uh, but no, I didn't. Yeah. So that was my second book. So I plan on listening mm-hmm. to both of those and I'll report back. All right. See how that goes. Yeah. Because it's weird because I listen to a lot of podcasts and I really enjoy those. And uh, I'm pretty like, uh, what would you say? Entertained. Like my attention is on it sure. for uh, most of the time because I'm just doing like busy work or walking around or cleaning or something. Yeah. And so that always works out really well. I just could never get into the audiobook thing. Also, with books, I feel like just reading it is a lot more relaxing for me because I, I wouldn't listen to a podcast if I'm trying to go to sleep. Like, And also, when you finish a physical book, it just feels a lot better. Very gratifying. Like, yeah. I just listen to five hours of... Exactly. Books. Yeah. Yeah, maybe feels less of a time waste because you've got that physical entity in your hands at the end mm-hmm. of it. I will say, you know, that's a good point with the podcast. I find podcasts a lot easier to listen to. Mm -hmm. And that might be the reason Can't Hurt Me was the name of David Goggins' first book. And I felt like it's almost recorded like a podcast because they would read a chapter, which none of the chapters were real long. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it would be an interview with the narrator and Goggins would actually be on there, you know. Mm -hmm. And they would just kind of talk about what was in that chapter and he would share even more of his, you know, thoughts, memories, any of that stuff. And I just thought that was fascinating, Um, which I just, you know, he's another guy. He's kind of like McConaughey, where I could just listen to David Goggins speak, curses a lot, so that's always fun. Right. Um, All right, other ones I had real quick, I guess, health-wise, I need to lose Mm. some weight. Again, another very cliche one. I felt like, (laughs) why am I starting this at the new year? But you end the year with the holidays, it's almost impossible to try and focus on that too much. Uh, I'm a big, uh, I like to, like when I'm doing this the right way, I really have to track everything I intake. Um, And so I'm kind of going down that path again and uh, just trying to, Lose a little weight primarily, get a little bit more comfortable, maybe mm-hmm. add a few more years onto my knees, something like that. It's um, terrible. You know, wanted to continue to, uh, you know, from a fitness standpoint, wanted to continue to just kind of put forth the same amount of effort I have been, um, not too, you know, I've kind of, I used to have resolutions that dealt with specific things I wanted to get to. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it's an age thing or what, but now it's more just like, Okay, well, let's just like try and be a little better. You know, (laughs) let's not be too lofty here. Let's just try and be a little bit better. And then the last thing was mental health. Um, And so, again, we talked last week in that episode uh, Mm -hmm. about better help and and really just some different things uh, I've been trying there, including meditation, including just kind of some breathing exercises just to, you know, kind of eliminate a little bit of stress where I can uh, and improve Mm -hmm. my overall state of mind and being and whatnot. So nothing real specific. Um, uh, what about that's you? Fine. Um, well, it's funny that you mentioned your um, hatred for the New Year's resolution, make a resolution anytime. Yeah. Because um, when I was in high school, Coach D. Heck, who we had on the podcast when whenever, I don't remember, I feel like it was a it long was, time it ago. Was, no, I think it was like two years ago around right now, though. Because it, yeah. it, it was also a resolution yes, kind of Yes, he was talking, him talking about goals or whatever. And he would always come in and uh, he would talk about 
doing making goals and new resolutions every month, beginning of every sure. month. That way Makes you get 12 sense. a year. Yes. And I feel like that's a much better like time increment mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm trying to do habits that I focus on, like one or two a month that are like pretty easy and simple. But a task that I have set for this month, and I... I mean, I'm not really on track. You've like got it's nine not days. Gonna, it's not going to be nine proportional. Days. And this day is almost over, I so know. really eight. And I can still definitely do it, but I kind of fell off the track of how I wanted to do it. But getting all of the um, stuff that I brought home from college, all of that out of my car. Ooh. A lot of it is, but my room is just not in a place for the rest of it to come out. Kind and is of. it all keeper stuff, or is there some trash in there, or some quick um, wins you could get? I just mean, like, there is, I think... I don't know. Maybe there's bathroom stuff in there. There's a lot of bedding that's taking yes. up a lot of space in there. I might have another box of clothes in yeah. there. I'm not sure. That's interesting, though. That brings, like, that. that's always my, you know, not that I have that as resolutions, right? But, for instance, like, in my mind, I think, okay, I really need to, like, get my room straightened up, right? There's a bunch of crap in my room that doesn't belong in my room, but it should go in the office and the Office is also a mess, and there's really no more space in there. The desk is full of sports cards and computer parts, and there's nowhere to put it there. But some of that stuff, I just need to get into my closet. And well, my closet's also very full and whatever. So it just becomes this thing, and it's almost like at some point last weekend or two mm-hmm. weeks, I can't remember, but I just went into the mode of like, screw it. Just start moving stuff and trashing stuff and yeah, boxing stuff or whatever. Stuff. Yes, and that was the key, and that did make me feel a little bit better, and it really kind of kickstarts that behavior, I think, right? So where now mm. it felt like all week last week, every day I was kind of throwing something else in the box. You know, a good example was a few days ago I put on a pair of jeans. I was like, you know what? I've never freaking like this pair of jeans. Why am I keeping this in my closet? <laughs> just get rid of it. Uh, it's not like it's my only pair of jeans. So I literally, I just put them right into the box. I was like, I'm done with them. I don't like it when I put them on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so move Speaking on. Speaking of which, I need new jeans. Whenever I have to wear oh, jeans, gosh. I just steal Dylan's. Like two of, I have three pairs of jeans right now. And I, that's all that I've had or less for like the past few years. Because I used to hate jeans for some reason. Yeah. I was like, I never want to wear this. This is the stupidest piece of clothing. I'm just going to wear sweatpants all the time, which I did. And so right now, I think like two of my pair of jeans like don't fit very well. And I don't even really like the way they look. And then the other ones, they're fine, but they're just a little short. And they also are the ones with like big holes in them or whatever. Yeah. And so I've just been stealing Dylan's whenever I want to wear jeans. Let me ask you a question real quick, not to tangent this thing into Mm -hmm. blue jean talk too hard. (laughs) Okay. But um, what like we were talking about this the other day, mom and I were, that jeans were such a fashion statement in uh, high school for us and Mm -hmm. very much around the brands. Right. So it was like there were brands like Jabot and Guess and I'm probably forgetting something else. Um, I'm sure I am. (laughs) But uh, nonetheless, uh, and, and we were having this discussion because for me, it was always like my dad would always be like, they got good jeans at Sears. Go get some Sears Robux, you know. (laughs) <laughs> and I and I can remember kind of like at the at what age I was when I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. You know, something's mm-hmm. got to change because of the pressure of school or whatever, you know. 
and I still don't know that I had any any Jabos. I did have a pair of Guest jeans, but they were green. So oh. it was a very odd, like a dark green pair of jeans. Right. <laughs> you can't wear fine. those very often. No. Well, I know, but it's just... You can make it work. It's too different that you basically... I had to space it out so much, you know? Like, <laughs> it's like you couldn't roll those twice in one week, I didn't think. But anyways, was that like it? Was that like that for you? Did you feel like... Were jeans a fashion statement by brand, by look, or just not really at all? Um... I guess by look, like, there is no recognition for me of brand of jeans at all. Um, I remember when I was in middle school, like, the, what do you call this, when it, like, stops at your calf? Um, dang, I don't know. I don't know. know, but that style was really yeah, what popular. What do you call that? And at I, your calf? I can't remember. It's like, Like yeah, knickerbockers? Mid, like, <laughs> golfers calf No. Um... They're Car- just like decently uh, above the ankle. Okay. I think. Oh and, yeah. Um, just I- like flooding, looking like you're flooding. Then right. That became <laughs> a style. Well, yeah. I, everyone in my class was wearing those, and I I never liked the way that yeah. those looked. Um, still don't to this day. That's interesting. Like you almost have to be purposely a little higher, right? Because you mm-hmm. don't want to just look like your mom bought your jeans too short. You know what I mean? (laughs) Which is probably what the flooding look is, I Mm -hmm. guess. But you're saying this was a style just to end a little above your ankle in that range. Ankle, calf. Okay. That that kind of range. Interesting. Um, Yeah, never Torn jeans? Uh, Yes, that's kind of always been pretty popular for during my lifetime. Mm, And then mom, I feel like. Picked my outfits out for a while. Yeah. I don't know when it's Well, just up until a couple of weeks ago, right? <laughs> no, not quite. Um, in intermediate school and elementary, though, I remember what I would always end up wearing is like I had these colorful leggings or whatever that yeah. probably came from like Justice whenever we went shopping with grandma or whatever. I would have those. And then I also had like kind of denim short shorts that were also like kind of crazy colors and I feel like a lot of my outfits were a pair of leggings with those shorts over them and then like some other like neon top I can picture it I can picture it like as <laughs> you're saying that I can picture you yeah I think I wore those I can a picture lot. fifth grade grace running out of the school or something in that mm-hmm. that exact outfit right. um I tell you the the yeah. thing that led to jeans talk the other day is mom's got a pair of jeans where the fly where the zipper is mm-hmm. is buttons, and that was a really big thing. Like I, I feel like it was right before I got into middle school, mm-hmm. high school, so like late eighties probably. That Levi's came out with these five hundred one button fly jeans. <laughs> I have a pair like that. Yeah, that I had. I got a pair because Levi's was kind of like not expensive, but also mm-hmm. not cheap. They were that perfect middle of the road kind of jean. And I did have a pair of the, and I can remember whatever grade I was in, probably more like seventh or eighth, and they may have even been my brothers before they were mine, but just thinking, this is the stupidest thing ever. (laughs) This is the stupidest thing ever to have to button seven buttons to close your fly, basically. Yeah, Yeah. it's just dumb. And what is it, like, what are you getting out of that? There's no extra (laughs) style because it's not sure? like you're showing the world those buttons. Or in no. these, there was a flap over the buttons. Okay. So you kind of folded the flap back and then unbuttoned. Maybe the idea is like, maybe that would be a little bit more secure. Than a zipper? I don't know. Yeah, I feel I've like it, depending really... on how your body is shaped, then the zipper might 
it might goes be more down. likely to go down. Oh man, I need to figure that out because I've got a, I've got one pair that does that, and I always <laughs> blame the jeans, not my body type. <laughs> oh no, well don't Gosh. worry about it too much. Just Complex. find a pair of jeans Complex. that works for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, what see. else you got? My resolutions. Other resolutions. We, we took that one on three different turns. Apologies. We really did. Um, I'd say I, I do have a, a bit of like visiting with certain family members more. Um, cause I think they're cool and there's like a lot of stuff that we could probably do together. I won't name drop them right now just in case, you know, it never works out. Yeah. I, cause I haven't reached out yet. I haven't talked to these, these ones what? yet. These are uh, family members? Right. And I, we, I've like texted them okay. this month, of yeah, course, good. but, um, yeah, no, that's all. And then I have some running goals. Um, I want to get back into that because I did really enjoy cross country in high school and I want to get back to that. And I've taken Dutch on some runs too. And I think he really enjoys that because another thing that I feel bad about aside from like, uh, my, my physical health and fitness, which we'll get more into, but Dutch being an outside dog, I feel like we don't give him enough attention at all. Yeah. And so I was like, let's just loop these two together and I'll just start running with Dutch. That's good. I like it. And we've taken him for a few walks. I went for a run yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, me your mom and the greens went down and ran in a uh, race down in Fort Worth. It was 5k, 10k. And, uh, we did, Alan and I did the 10k. How was it? It was good. I mean, I really thought it was going to impact me a little bit worse than it did. And I don't know if that's just maybe the last few weeks having the focus being on better eating. And I have dropped a few pounds. That's how it always works. When I kind of start one of these deals, it's mm-hmm. like, I almost immediately can shed like 10 to 15. And then it's like, <laughs> that's when it starts just barely dripping off, but, um, it was good. But so you and I though, and maybe others, I know there's a few others Mm -hmm. next month, a 10 K on a trail, like where you have to focus on your footing probably (laughs) just as much as like breathing and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. that'd be fun. Probably yeah, going to be like negative be two degrees yeah. that day too. Oh, I didn't it's think about awesome. that when I said yes. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Well, it's too late now. Yeah. Um, right. And then my eating like last December or in November kind of when I first started working at Egan Stitch, um, I just didn't really have any like food plans and I would end up just eating out yeah. for a lot of my lunch meals because that was quick and easy. Um, I don't know. And it would just be like large McDonald's fries and a Powerade every oh, day for lunch. Gosh. I didn't get I didn't get a burger at all, which at least gives some sort of like faux meat or whatever. And some form of protein, yeah. Yeah, so um, I would just be getting French fries. French fries are my favorite food, but maybe well, shouldn't be having them all the time. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing a pretty much like a lot better at that as far as like cutting out the fast food i wanted to be like meal prepping and uh like just making chicken or whatever to bring in which i have kind of fallen off i think i did that once and then stopped but now i'm just uh coming home for lunch making eggs really quick which is very rushed i don't really have a great amount of time to do that yeah with like my lunch break time but um it's better it's going better and still something you could probably just get better at doing the night before Right. I mean, not I necessarily scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to abandon, I think you would have to abandon the eggs <laughs> or just go with hard boiled eggs that are, for whatever reason, normal cold, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't eat a lot of those, though. No. I can basically eat half of one and then I'm like, ugh. 
too much. Yeah, I really like them in salads. Yeah. And for a while in high school, I'm actually remembering, I used to make, well, no, I wouldn't make it the night before because it was my senior year and I didn't go in until like 9.30. But the morning of, I would make myself a nice uh, salad and I got to put all the stuff, the fancy stuff that I like in it because we would have hard-boiled eggs and I just chop them up and throw them in there. And then I feel like I messed it up a few times with my dressing choices. I was yeah. like, this is disgusting. I can't eat this. Yeah. That's an easy one, too, though, to do the night before. I've done that a Definitely. few times where you just make the whole thing in a Tupperware, shut it, put it back in the fridge. Then you could just have dressing at work or put it on there mm-hmm. that morning and whatever. No, those are that good works. ones. What else um, we got? I think that covers most of my resolutions. Oh, I also have the reading thing. And um, I went the route of starting with a very easy book that is smart. It was like 300 pages, and I knew it was going to be super gripping, and I was going to be hooked on it and probably would be able to put it down. And that was going to be an easy win beginning of the year. It was I'm Glad My Mom Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy, uh, which is one I've heard about for a while. I think when it was first released, it had a lot of uh, publicization or whatever. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it was very popular. She's an ex-Nickelodeon star. And it was really good. I'd recommend it. Well, and I feel like that's one, too, that I've seen. I think it's still really popular. Cause, and right. I don't know if it's like now getting to a bigger audience. But I know I've seen it on some top 10 lists, like, you mm-hmm. know, for current sellers. And then when I was doing the Audible and looking for what two books I was going to buy, that one was in the top 10 at the time. Uh, maybe even mm-hmm. like as high as number three. Which I'm intrigued, kind of, you know, I'm intrigued mm-hmm. by it. We listened to the sample of that as well. Very intrigued. Possibly right. my favorite Nickelodeon character. I guess so. You found out that you hate Cat Valentine. Well, you knew you hated Cat Valentine, but you found out that she was Ariana Grande. Yeah. Recently. Changes it that a little bit. And I don't know right. if hate is the right word. You, I mean, you I said did, there was I nothing did, you hated I more strongly, from our childhood. I strongly disliked her. just the way she spoke on it. It was so. <laughs> Weird and animated or whatever. Um, was was Hannah Montana Nickelodeon? Uh, Disney. Disney. Yeah, I would have to say Sam from My Carly might mm-hmm. be my favorite character. Even though she did a show with Cat from Nickelodeon, after. were the Backyardigans Nickelodeon? Uh, Who knows? I think so. I yeah. feel like they I like those Jr. guys a lot. Nick I still Jr. sing songs about them all the time. <laughs> It's just Cardigan by Taylor Swift, guys. He just messes up. It the works words. really well. I don't. Well, it kind of yeah. started messing up. Now it's almost like I can't fix it, and I still, <laughs> I still say backyard again. Backyard again. Um, I think that about covers most of uh, yeah. what my goals are for this year. So we both have pretty generic goals, right? I would say, which uh, again, not a, not a. I mean, to me, they have to be attainable, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel yeah. like you know a lot of times. I would set these resolutions that were just almost, you know, out of reach to where it was like, by the time you get to February, you're just like, screw it, I'm done. And maybe the book a month is, I don't know, that may be out of reach for me. Maybe it ought to be one every two months for a year and then Then try and improve, but I don't know, it's too late. It's in ink now. It's on the air, (laughs) so everyone knows. Mm -hmm. Speaking of dogs, though, and speaking of wanting to spend a little bit Mm -hmm. more time with Dutch, our other dog had some breaking news this week. Yes, one of our breaking news, very current things that we decided we should, we need to address, could be very interesting. While you were out gallivanting around, having so much fun in Fort Worth. 
Are you talking to me or the listeners right now? You. Me. You. What was I? On Saturday oh, when yeah, you, yeah, were, yeah. you okay. were running or whatever, sure. I was taking Daisy to the animal hospital here in Bridgeport. Yeah. And it's because Friday night after we watched this uh, very disturbing movie. Which, which we'll we're going to get to do a whole later. episode on soon. Yeah, we will. Um we I saw something on Daisy because she's been uh, licking her butt a lot lately. Yeah. And so I saw something and it was like outside and it looked like it was guts. I don't know how to describe it. But then uh, I freaked out when I saw it and then mom looked at it and she was looking into what it could have been. And I don't know. It's just terrible. But anyways, we'll just skip a little bit. We'll just skip a little bit. I took her to the animal hospital. Um, and then our guy up there, he looked at it and, uh, he pushed whatever it was back in and he told us that it was a tumor Okay. or he didn't even tell us it was me, Dylan and Maddie in the room taking Daisy because you guys both had prior commitments yep, to just yep. have fun running around Fort yeah. Worth. And it's your dog. I mean, and you're an adult. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying it's not a long, long stretch. She's basically mom's dog. No. And also, well, no, I don't want that might be a little dark for the podcast. But um <laughs> No, you can go with it. Okay, yeah. I feel like last year at some point we were having some sort of conversation. It couldn't have been after her surgery because that was too long ago. But we were having some sort of convo about uh it being the end, the end time yeah. for her mm-hmm. for her to end her for the end of her life or whatever and putting her down and I was like yeah I could see that you know she's getting kind of old um I don't know what problem she was having at Me that neither. point I can't remember but I was like yeah maybe we just need to put her down I'm I'm okay with that well and I don't think it's necessarily like we were gonna make that decision it was maybe more not. like did we need to go to the vet and be prepared for that to be the decision. I guess so. In my mind, that's how it went because so the two labs we had before Dutch, one of them for mm-hmm. probably the last four months of his life, right, mm-hmm. could hardly move, could hardly I, yeah. move. So he would, he would go to the bathroom sometimes and then just sit because he just mm-hmm. couldn't take a step to get away from it or whatever, you know, and it was, oh. Uh. So anyways, we finally took him into the vet and the vet was like, yeah, it was probably time back then. You know what I mean? So in my head, it was like, okay, right. so was that cruel? Was that dumb of me to like not take him immediately? So then I think ever since then, it's been in my head like, I don't mm. want a dog to suffer. Um, you know, so I can't remember what it was with Daisy either now that you say no, it, because I don't I think, think it was around. So once she ate a raisin and nearly died. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, and that was. I think what might have triggered it was when we were redoing Dylan's room and we ripped up the carpet oh. because she had peed so much on it. Yeah. And um, and I was just thinking about how... And then we put that bed in there and Daisy can't jump yes. on that bed. Yeah, and now she's having bed. trouble jumping on the couch. And I was like, maybe it's time, guys. Yeah. Because we're about to redo Dylan's room. Dylan probably isn't going to do a good job at shutting the door. I think Daisy's had enough of a fun little life. Yeah. Maybe it's time. Maybe. And and, well, and it's no. at least like taking her in. You know what I mean? And just mm-hmm. saying, hey, these are our concerns. Like, right. uh, you know, it hurts her to jump. It hurts her to whatever. Mm-hmm. Can't really control her bladder or whatever. But I don't know. And I don't know if any <laughs> yeah. of that's the case or if it's just times where we're mm-hmm. frusta- frustrated with Daisy. And so it's that, like, okay. Right. That was my <laughs> argument for why, like, oh, 
maybe maybe mom should be doing this since mom's dog now I've passed on ownership um and also like mom took care of her for most of her life thinking about like I got her when I was seven or whatever and never really built up that responsibility for her and then when I went to college obviously I didn't have Daisy with me yeah but um, still your dog sure still your dog. right so I took her in and um they didn't recognize me, but they recognized Daisy. And yeah. they're like, and then I was talking like, oh, my mom thinks it might be this, but we don't really know. And um, and she's like, oh, your mom, what's your mom's name? And I said, Amy. And then she's like, yes, okay, I knew I recognized that dog. And so, yeah, mom's always taking her in. I, had, yeah. I was busy at school. Um, so, yeah, anyways, we learned it's a tumor. The vet just was looking at it. <laughs> he had like a another vet in there and she held her up for him he looked at it and he's like oh yeah that's a tumor and then they just walk back into the other room without saying anything to with us. daisy right yeah, yeah with daisy they did not address us at all or told us what was up well and to be fair too they had talked to mom the night before yes. luckily this particular vet was a f- friend that mom texts and mm-hmm. then he called immediately and then there were some pictures sent via text, I think. Gosh. And then, and then, um, meanwhile, also after the fact, mom, then I, some post on Instagram, mom said, look, they posted this right when I feel like we were doing this. Like, you know, they were out to dinner or something like that. Probably at the time I'm sending, <laughs> sending pictures, oh, gosh. Uh, but I don't know. Hopefully she's okay. Hopefully right. she's okay. But I she's think... going in tomorrow morning to get it looked at. Dylan told me that she heard um, this guy on the phone with mom. And, um, and the words that Dylan said were used, which I kind of was like, there's no way. There's no way that it was said like this or that this is even true. I thought she was sure she was making it up. And she might have been, but she said that if the tumor is connected to her urethra it's game over game over <laughs> i don't know what that means it's bye-bye for daisy or what well they just can't remove it if it is no it sounds like that's yeah not not an option mm-hmm. but we haven't I, again mom's gonna have more of those discussions tomorrow morning when we go in it Definitely. is kind of a dark dark subject you know i'm mm-hmm. all, i'm i don't want to say i'm uncomfortable <laughs> But it's getting there. You know what right. I mean? Sure. I have a lot of, uh, like, you know, Daisy's been a big part of, of this for the last mm-hmm. 12, 13 years. You guys have years. kind of had a feud going for We've had a feud years. going for at least 11 of those 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, she's my, great. My favorite Daisy story is when you walked into the house to go get something after we had all gone mm-hmm. out. We were going to like church or whatever. And uh, you let Daisy out of the laundry room, I guess. Was yeah. she in there? I think she got out when I ran to get something out of my yeah. room or whatever. And um, so you had what you need. You were going back. You see her and you're like, Daisy, get in the kennel. And you keep saying that to her or maybe raising your voice or whatever. And she just was just looking at you. Yeah, and then she goes, hops on the recliner that you always sit in. She yeah. knows it's yours. Lifts her leg, pees, and then runs into her kennel. Yeah, and if you could see the layout <laughs> of our house, the way she did it was like in a way to keep distance from me getting to her because <laughs> it was trying to get her to go back in the laundry room. She's already mm-hmm. in the hallway, and then she darts 
down the hallway into the living room, pisses on the chair, jumps back down, but this time goes through the kitchen <laughs> route because I'm running at her that way. It was like, it was so God. next level smart strategic move by the dog. And then she ran into the laundry room and ran under the like cubby area, which I could I could still get to her there, but it was like, I don't have the time nor the energy to whatever. So it was just like, you know, checkmate i guess it's over you win this time (laughs) you win oh gosh she had to pee yeah i don't know if that was it or not i don't think it was was i think it was basically like she was sitting there thinking like i don't know how i can form my paws to shoot this guy the bird so instead i'll just go piss on his recliner right uh best daisy story yeah okay very good very Um, good daisy i feel like there's others but that's definitely number one right we brought that back up to the positive. Now let's flip over to some the other current news that we uh, wanted to discuss dun, 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 today. Dun, 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 dun. And that is... Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is coming it back is. for season six. And that will be the final season. The final season. I, I, I saw where you posted on your Instagram stories, like, bittersweet, right? Yeah, very bittersweet. But you knew it had to come to an end at some point. Right, at right? some point. And I guess this is technically better. Like, I could see the beginnings of where this could be a show that goes on for, like, three or four more seasons. Sure. And just the last ones aren't as good. And they're kind of reusing plot lines a little bit or whatever. Like, I could have seen that as a possibility. Um, the creators, I remember when this was announced. I was walking back to fill up my water bottle. I was at work. It was Friday when this happened. And... They had posted something to the Cobra Kai series Instagram, and as I was walking back there, I just went on Instagram because I had a message, so I was going to go check the reel while I was filling up yeah. my water, and I like as I'm swiping by, I see like the Cobra Kai has posted, and so I go back and I'm on my feed or whatever. I just like it, and then I instead of re- I read like the first paragraph of the note. It's from the three creators, and then I just skip straight to the comments to see what they're saying. Now I can get a vibe of what it is. I believe I like stopped in my tracks when I saw yeah. this. And um, it was basically just them saying, oh, there's like an official renewal for season six. And uh, we're so blessed to have gotten to work on this project. And we've always had this vision in our mind of where we want to leave the valley. And we're going to get to do that with this final season. This is definitely going to be the last season of Cobra Kai. And I was like, this is the end. Damn. And that whole day, it felt weird because I was like, it hasn't happened yet. Like this season hasn't been made, formulated, released at all in any capacity. But it already feels like too many things have changed. Like I'm thinking back to where these characters were in season one. And I was like, damn. Like this is so, it's sad. I love it though that it's your you know that you've got this this relationship with this show and it's a good show and uh, you know again not my favorite but that's okay and it is your favorite and I think that's cool uh, and I know that I, I was trying to think of my history with shows and something where I knew you were going into a final season and it does you know there is that feeling of uh, the 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 two I could think of the most were uh, Dexter and Breaking Bad neither of which you know, like this, like kind of darker or whatever, maybe, but nonetheless, mm. especially like with, um, with, with Dexter, cause it kind of just felt like this should just go forever. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so I get that feeling that you don't want it to end. Let me ask mm-hmm. you this. Okay. Um, do you think Ralph Macchio gets any input on the storyline? 
I mean, he and Zapka are the two pieces of this whole right. thing. I mean, I mean, even you know, mm-hmm. chosen silver, crease, all originals, but from Karate Kid one through three and all that. But I mean, do you think at all they consult with Machio? Like, how do you think it should end for Daniel and this group? Mm, maybe a little bit for this ending. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Um, or do you think it's think, a, because the the creators of Cobra Kai mm-hmm. are not the same people that did Karate Kids one through three? No. And so de- different vision, and also you could argue that Daniel Larusso and Johnny Lawrence are not the central characters to the show. The kids are mm-hmm. a bigger part of the show than they are. Right. Um, they're very big. And we had this discussion mm-hmm. on tr- kind of like power ranking characters on it. <laughs> they're definitely up there. I mean, yeah, there's a clear important. top six probably, right. and they're two of those six. But um, I kind of wondered that. We watched that thing on Google, or YouTube a few nights ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where it was like the uh, de- uh, Ralph Macchio finishing the Google searches and then answering the questions or whatever they do on Wired or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. But And that was interesting. But almost all of it was centered around <laughs> Karate Kid. Right. You know, and his autobiography is named Waxing On, obviously mm. a very, you know, yeah, me. tribute to that. So mm. um, it kind of makes me wonder. His right. identity is still so caught up in this, you know, mm. even though he's not, you know, right. the main guy. I'd say, yeah, that is largely just because there is Cobra Kai, because he has a relatively, like, successful um, filmography. Sure. Otherwise, with like the outsiders and then uh, other stuff. Know, yeah, that's what I was gonna stuff. say. Beyond There's the outsiders, I don't stuff. know how many things like, I'm naming. Uh, my cousin Vinny, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No, no, he has other stuff. He's sure, had a pretty sure. successful career, and that's good. And and I mean, that's not a bad thing. I don't. You, no. you don't look at someone like. But it's almost like it just shows you how big Karate Kid was. Yeah. Like that is a peak film mm-hmm. for a lot of people from the from the 80s and beyond it, it mm-hmm. ages well it's a classic storyline and um i mean it's almost too kind of like one of those deals where it's like do you think that hurt his career at all because coming off the outsiders mm-hmm. really really big um karate kid happens and i'm sure there was something in between or, mm-hmm. or multiple things in between maybe but karate kid happens i almost wonder if if he basically like other people are like ah He'd be good, but people look at him and all they see is Daniel LaRusso now. <laughs> and we don't need that in our film, you know, or whatever. So, mm. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe a little bit. Like a it's little bit of like, it puts you, you know, typecast a little bit. Pigeon held, which I think Daniel LaRusso, that character is an okay one to be yeah. kind of stuck at. Oh, no a doubt. Bit. No doubt. Um, not only, like, it's. Johnny Lawrence on their hand is not. Like, you don't want to no. go on your whole career like, oh, well. Being that guy. He's, but he was. I think his look was so perfect, mm-hmm. and William Zabka was so perfect as Johnny Lawrence. Mm-hmm. as like this, you know, depending on where you fall on the scale, there's a, <laughs> a small group that think LaRusso was the bully, but God. for most people that watched it, you hated Johnny Lawrence. He was the right. rich kid. He was the bully. He was mm-hmm. the popular kid, all this. Um, and so you kind of despise that. And I do wonder both ways. Like, did, you know, one... I can't imagine either of them would want to change the history there, you know. But if you had Zap go on truth serum and it's like, hey, would you have rather been LaRusso? Hmm. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now he kind of gets to be the hero. And that's another thing with like how huge and iconic that uh, the Karate Kid was in the 80s. 
um, it's it's um, another kudos to the writers because Cobra Kai as a show could have been terrible. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, and that, that could have just been just uh, completely writing on nostalgia kind of sure. and uh, weak plot and stuff otherwise, and it could have just been really bad, but they've been able to build this whole world now yeah. and create other characters that we also love. Yeah. And so, yeah, kudos to them. It is. It's outstanding. And I would recommend anyone, especially if you were a fan of the Karate Kid stuff back in the 80s, mm-hmm. go watch Cobra Kai. There's five seasons. They're all on Netflix. The show actually started as a YouTube show that mm-hmm. Netflix grabbed, I believe, after the first season. Yes. So, think, you know, yeah. kudos to Netflix as well for grabbing it and running with yeah. it. I don't know what the you know future and projection would have held had it not happened but oh yeah probably not i think it was youtube had it for like the first two seasons and youtube was doing their original series thing for like two years and then they were just like yeah this isn't gonna work Some we're work. cutting we're getting rid of everything we need more mr beast more mr beast <laughs> less room. of less make of room. whatever we're trying to do this make room working. for danny gonzalez <laughs> Get LaRusso out of here. Get him out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was great enough and lucky enough for Netflix to pick it up and yeah. kind of take it from that point. Mm. Yeah, I'm fascinated. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy it. I, I love the the storyline. And I think the coolest thing, especially for, you know, again, I'm going to talk to my generation right here. Mm-hmm. The, the, the season one is definitely very nostalgic. And they've yeah. held it all the way through. There's something mm-hmm. in every season, if not every episode. Right, they do a lot of like callbacks and yes. references to bring a lot of the old characters and back. It, yeah, it's beyond everyone. Danny and, and, and Johnny that are in mm-hmm. this. I mean, they bring a lot of people back and a lot of important people. It's really kind of cool just to see those people come back and right. jump into it it's, for a little it's bit. It's awesome thinking about the actors coming back, and then I feel like they do so well with like putting these characters kind of where they are yes. now. Um, because with some, you kind of like keep them in a similar position, and then others, you're grounding them more, making them less. Like, yes. Does yeah. Daniel's mom come back? At yes. Some, yeah, and it's the same actress? Yes. I'd be curious which actor or actress from The Karate Kid, especially if we were to just mm-hmm. say one, who's the most important character in that that has not reappeared? You know, that might be a little case study. Yeah. I don't know if it'd be one of the... Because there's a couple of the of Johnny Lawrence's guys are back in it at some point. Right. They come back for like one episode. Yeah, where they kind of all go out and have yeah. beers or something like one that. One of the people that was in that original crew uh, was not in the episode, though. Because he had passed, right? Shortly before or something? And they kind of... Um, there's one of those episodes where I thought they dedicated it to one of the... The Cobra Kai right. guys, but uh, what they had the group of the Cobra Kai guys minus one. I think Dutch wasn't there, and I yeah. think they mentioned like, oh, he's in prison or he now was or whatever, Ill or something. Okay, um, well. yeah, and then one of their guys does die in that episode, like the character does, and then I think it was that actor who died later on. Oh, okay, and then they dedicated yeah. that episode to it. But a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. it does reframe it. Very much. And I had mm-hmm. always heard, the first time I heard this talked about, that was one of the things they said was like, you know, there's this entire like uh, small community of people <laughs> out there that view it differently, mm-hmm. that view that Daniel LaRusso was the bully who showed up in town and s- took Johnny's girl <laughs> and then crane kicked him in the head mm-hmm. and all this stuff or whatever, you know, right. and um, and becomes the popular kid or whatever. Again, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And I can kind of see how some people would, 
land on that and then run with it, even though it doesn't fit as well. But, (laughs) um, you know, and it does completely reframe Johnny. I mean, he is the same guy, kind of, and -hmm. it works so well with what Johnny Lawrence would have become after having all your glory and popularity taken Mm -hmm. from you by Daniel LaRusso, (laughs) you know, and just running into a crane kick or whatever. Johnny definitely is the center of the show, especially, definitely first season, like him and his relationship with Miguel. Yeah. It's like the two of them are the heart of the show for a decent amount of it. And then they kind of add more characters and it's all built around them a bit and it gets better, but... Yeah, this is it is called Cobra Kai, and it does seem like it, it's Johnny's show. Yeah, and listen, you know, it, it it is ending, and I know that's heartbreaking for a big big fan. Even for mm-hmm. me, I kind of am like, ah, man, I kind of it's something to look forward to, but at the same time, it's also like you know, it's the end, <laughs> so it won't ever again be something to look forward to. <laughs> right. But I think that you know, depending on how they dismount here and how this ends, I think they're doing it right. I Mm -hmm. think stretching it further, you've run some plot lines already, you know, where you've had to kind of run them and rerun them again with Mm -hmm. different people in the show. And I mean, you're kind of running out. I think it's the perfect time. I really do. The more I thought about it after you posted that on Instagram the other day, I thought, man, this is right. Because I think they've built up all these characters and now they have a great opportunity to end this in a really cool way. Mm -hmm. I don't quite know what that would be. We talked about bringing that up on this episode. Mm -hmm. Of do we want to talk about dream endings? Maybe we save that for a future, maybe right before it comes out, something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I had thought about picking Karate Kid as my movie, mm-hmm. but I think I'm not going to now because no. if anything, I kind of thought maybe we wait and maybe Karate Kid, we do a Karate Kid episode closer to Cobra Kai season six coming out so mm-hmm. we can kind of tie a bow on all that. I mean, I've definitely had thoughts on how it should end. I will say this. With most shows like this, mm-hmm. I don't want the happy everyone rides off in the sunset ending. You know no, what I you mean? You want someone to die. No, nah, I don't know if it's <laughs> die, but at the same time, like you fear that it's going to end up with everyone wins, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've set it up in a way yes, there so. where there where there could basically be just one in the end, one really bad guy, and mm-hmm. then everyone else kind of joins forces and wins, which feels too. You know, after school special to me, I guess, or something. <laughs> you know, I don't know right. what I, but I don't know what I want either. I know, you know, I love Johnny, mm-hmm. um, and only want to see you know great things there. But right. it'll be interesting to see how they finish it because I don't know if you try and finish it with a bang or if you do kind of just start, you know, set, sunsetting on some of these guys. A little this bit. will be the biggest season yet. Yeah, I'm I sure it will. It's going to be some awesome fights. Of course, yeah. whatever. I guess, I imagine this is kind of ending uh, centered around the Sekai Taikai. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, I wouldn't imagine Cobra Kai is still going to be a part is that? of that. And what is that? That's like the world tournament yes, that okay. they competed for a spot in and they both got accepted. Yeah. Miyagi, Fang, new name coming, and Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cobra Kai did just lose all of its students, though, so I don't know where that's going to go. Yeah, and their leader, basically. Right. So. Kim could still do something with it. She could bring all of her students from... Where is she from? I'm not sure. She's... <laughs> watch it. Just watch she, it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, she's Korean, right? Yeah, her dad or grandpa, I don't know, was taught crease and silver. Okay. Their style of karate. <sighs> Um, well, yeah. we can save the 
predictions for ending and some of the character lines and stuff for a future episode because I know you'll happily do that at any point. Yes. Yes. Uh, great show, though. Definitely would advise people check that out. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got, Grace? Anything else you want to get in on this one? Uh, we can give a little update on where we're at, at the, with the albums. I yes. Think. So I guess it's been three weeks now or two weeks since we announced albums because it was the first one back. So two mm-hmm. weeks because we've done them on Sunday so far. And we picked a, uh, I picked uh, Janet Jackson's Janet album and you picked Julian Baker's Turn Out the Lights or Don't Forget to Turn Out the Lights <laughs> turn or out Please lights. Turn Out the Lights. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I like this was my question to Grace today. <laughs> Did we screw up again? <laughs> you know, did we pick albums? We make terrible choices. Yeah, I don't think they're terrible choices. Like, and again, we'll get into them in much more depth because we will do this. Mm-hmm. We're not backing out on these. No. And they are great albums. They are great mm-hmm. albums. But for whatever reason, like, it's been harder going up. Like, Julian's are so heavy mm-hmm. and Janet. Talk so much on her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's just so many tracks on Janet. Like, if I'm being honest, at this point in the listening process, you feel I, like I made a mistake. Not that you made a mistake, because once again, like I'm sure this album is great. I have yet to make it through the entire thing. Oh gosh! All right. <laughs> well, we also though. Um, so nonetheless, it in the Spotify playlist is finally updated. Yes. It yeah, is. it's updated. If you want to go out there, give them a listen. They are they are both great albums. It just is requiring. Uh, we need to increase our focus on them, I would say. Um, and we did also announce the movie, which you and I have both watched, and yep. I would encourage everyone to go out and watch it. I thought it was a great movie. Whether you're going to listen to the podcast or not, it is Barbarian is the name of it. Mm-hmm. The uh, movie genius, Derek, picked this picked this one. And he his advice to me was do not go watch the trailer, do not mm-hmm. read about it, don't Google it, don't do anything. And I would echo that sentiment to everyone listening. If you don't know anything about it yet, I will just tell you it is a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you absolutely despise stuff like that or hate it, but even then, it's not like it's like all horror movies, you know? I didn't think. I mean, yes, it definitely uh, has some elements, but then I also just thought it was it was really well done, I think. I think just the the storyline and kind of how it goes is, is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It definitely is a horror movie. Yeah. Like, if you're not into that, then you're not going to like this. Yeah. Are you into that? We'll, we'll talk about that. If Scream, yeah, we will. So if Scream's a horror movie as well? Sure, yeah. Yeah, but it's also so much more like pop culture kind of or something. Yeah, I don't and had some funny slasher? parts almost, you know, know, like I have no idea. Yeah. But um Well, that's the movie right. genius. But so we've watched it. In fact, I've watched it twice. Mm-hmm. We we did the 48-hour rental on Amazon and I think we've still got it till about nine o'clock tonight, Grace. So, so if you want to do it one more time, we can. I did go back and watch the trailer did you? after we watched the movie. Do you think that would have given a lot away? I did I haven't done that. No, I can't remember why the movie genius said to go into it blind. Um, but it doesn't really give no. anything away. Well, there are think. a few twists and few right. whatever. So I think if you were to Google it and end up on the right mo- article mm-hmm. or something, you probably would have it given away, you know. So probably. I would still say just watch it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you like those kind of movies, then definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah. then. Or if you're indifferent, I'd say it's just a good movie. Mm-hmm. So we'll have that one coming up. We're working with the movie genius now to try and get on his busy schedule 
and uh, and figure out when we're going <laughs> to do that one. It could be as early as like t- this Tuesday night, mm-hmm. but we uh, we'll see. We've got you know seventh grade basketball games to go to this week, Grace. That's going to be fun. It is. I do enjoy those. So we've still got both those coming up. Our promise was to be doing one of those today, but that's fine. We weren't ready on the albums, and it didn't work out quite with the movie, but that's fine. We've got both those kind of looming out in front of us. Uh, possible both those happen in the next week, though, but just uh, stay tuned to the channel. Stay tuned to us on Instagram. We are at Gen Divide Podcast. What else? Anything else, Grace? Um, email us at Podcast. At gmail.com. That's right. Send us anything in. Are you monitoring mm-hmm. that email just in case we've been getting thousands of them? Um, that would be nice. Yeah. I, I should probably go check. I think <laughs> yeah. I checked after we did our uh, first episode back and there was nothing there. That's it was right. ghost town. Hit so. us up. Podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to, if, especially if you have any ideas, interest in joining us, we do have some, uh, big things in the works where we are trying to, uh, get some, some guests on. We'll definitely have guests on for the Janet and Julian albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun, but so a lot of good stuff coming up again, a little bit of a hodgepodge episode in that we didn't really have one big, big topic, but we wanted to talk about resolutions a little bit, Cobra Kai announcement. And uh, the fact that some of Daisy's insides were hanging on the outside. So, uh, which hopefully that gets addressed peacefully for her. Yeah. But uh, so I guess that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, again, check us out on Instagram, hit us up via email. But until next time, this is Scott signing off. And this is Grace signing off. Stay gold. Stay gold.